many of us here today have never seen God's power because we're too strong. We've never seen God break through because we can handle it ourselves. But Dr. Tony Evans says the Lord's strength is made perfect in our weakness. That means you can relax. That means you don't have to get all bent out of shape because God says, I am going to take care of the situation. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Throughout the ages, some of those who've accomplished the most for God have been those who've been through the worst life has to offer. Today, Dr. Evans points us to the life of Jacob, examining his story in Genesis chapter 28. Let's join him. We find Jacob who had stolen the blessing from his brother Esau on the run, running for his life. Dejected, in fact, his own words in Genesis chapter 35, verse 3 is, I was in distress looking back on this moment. Verse 10 of chapter 28 says, Then he departed Bathsheba toward Haran, and he came, to a certain place, spent the night there because the sun had set. And one of the great events of the Bible is recorded in that place. For this would be the place where he would no longer know of God secondhand. I can guarantee you that God one day is going to take you to that place. That place when things aren't good, that place when you are in distress, because he wants to give you a firsthand experience. But you see, in order for you to arrive at that place, he's going to have to strip you first, break you, thin you out, so that you discover, unless God comes through, you won't make it. Verse 12 says, he had a dream. And behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. In an ordinary place, he lays down to do an ordinary event, sleep. But he is about to have an extraordinary experience. Because it's in this certain place that he has a vision of God. He says he saw angels going up and angels coming down. Busy angels. Some coming up, some going down. At the top of the ladder, it says, was the Lord. But verse 13 says, and the Lord stood above it. It says this was a dream. He closed his eyes, goes to sleep. He sees a ladder. Now, what do you do with a ladder? A ladder gains you access to something too high for you to get at on your own. I mean, you go in your garage and you pull out a ladder because there's something you can't reach on your own. If you could reach it on your own, you'd probably do it by yourself. But you go get a ladder because you can't get there on your own. Anybody here have anything in your life you can't get to on your own? You have tried all your human resources and it's just too high. 
it's outside of your reach. In other words, you need it and you want it, but you can't get to it. The text says in verse 12 that there was a ladder set on the earth. In other words, it was put there by somebody else. Jacob was in a situation he couldn't fix. Facing a problem he couldn't solve. He is in a desperate situation. When he is at his worst, when life is at its worst, this man in his dream sees a ladder placed on earth that connects him to heaven. The ladder represents access. It means that Jacob has now been given by God access to God. But when is he given access to God? When he discovers he can't climb there on his own. It is at the moment of your loss of self-sufficiency that you are positioned to discover God's sufficiency. It is at your moment when you can't make it. God knows you couldn't make it long time ago. It's when you discover you can't make it that you are a great candidate for a great dream. Because when he realized he couldn't make it, he's running off for his life, that he discovers God connecting heaven with earth. He discovered, here it is, God was up to something in the invisible realm, even though his world was falling apart in the visible realm. I'm here to submit to you today that if you are in distress, your world is falling apart, God is up to something. That the invisible God is doing something that your eyes cannot see, that you cannot perceive of, that is outside of the normal activity of life because you're finally in a position of dependency. How do you know that a dream is not just a dream? A vision is not just a vision. How do you know when you're to make something spiritual because of verse 13? And behold, the Lord stood above it and said. In verse 12, he has a dream. He dreams of a ladder, angels going up and down, and the Lord at the top. He saw something, verse 12, but then he heard something in verse 13. Whenever what you see is confirmed by what you hear, it's God talking. That's always the purpose of a certain place. It is to let you experience a firsthand God. It is to stop you from jumping up on everybody else's testimony and give you your own testimony to jump up on. It is designed to let you hear from the voice of God. Listen to what he says. I will give you the land for you and your descendants. He said, look, this goes back to your granddaddy. It's continue with your daddy. I'm going to continue it with you so that your kids can continue it with them. In other words, God always, let me say this again, God 
always, okay, somebody missed it, God always reveals himself with continuity in mind. In other words, God never blesses you just for you. God told his granddaddy, Abraham, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing to many. He told his daddy, I'm going to take Abraham's blessing, bring it through you so that you can be a blessing to many. He tells Jacob in this passage, I'm going to give you this. And then he says that all the end of verse 14 of the families of the earth may be blessed. Some of us today aren't hearing from God in the certain place because we're not yet ready to be a blessing. We only come to be blessed. As long as you only come to be blessed, you're not going to hear from God. Not because God doesn't want to bless you. He does want to bless you as long as he knows you're ready to be a blessing. You see, Jacob said, bless me. God says, now you're ready to be a blessing so I can bless you. Every time you go to God for something for you, you should ask the question, how can I make it a blessing for somebody else? Because the moment you leave out being a blessing, you lose yourself becoming a candidate for a blessing. You've been praying for things for a long time, haven't heard from God yet, you're not in the certain place. Because in a certain place where God wants to speak, he's going to strip you of your self-sufficiency and what he's going to do is put you in a position to be a blessing, which means he must bless you first. Dr. Evans will have more for us when he returns in just a moment. Stay with us. It was my first time meeting Jesus in the Bible. That's what one student is saying after studying Bibliology through the Tony Evans Training Center, taught by renowned theologian, Dr. Tony Evans. These online courses feature compelling and exclusive video and audio teaching, plus an interactive scripture-based curriculum you can access online or through the mobile app. Sign up now at TonyEvansTraining.org. Take a course with Dr. Evans and explore the kingdom anytime, anywhere. TonyEvansTraining.org. Your smile can lift someone's spirits. Your words can bring hope to someone's heart. You can change the trajectory of someone's day or even their entire life. Christ's followers are designed to be kind-hearted. And that's why Dr. Evans has written his new devotional book, Created for Compassion. In it, he walks you through 30 days of selected scriptures, discussions, and questions aimed at cultivating in you the kind of godly compassion that can radically change the world around you for good. We want you to have a copy of Created for Compassion as our gift. And we have a special offer for you that ends today. If you contact us right away and make a donation to help keep Tony's ministry coming to this station and others like it, we'll send you the book along with all seven full-length messages in his current series, Find the Faith You Need. Just visit us today at TonyEvans.org to make the arrangements or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. That's 1-800-800-3222. I'll repeat that information for you at the conclusion of today's message. Here's Dr. Evans. What he sees in his dream and what he hears validated by God's voice is that God is ready to take him higher. He doesn't feel like a blessing right now. 
Everything is falling apart. He's running for his life. But the question on the table is always, God, what are you up to? Not what do I see? But the text says, God met him, even in his mess, when he was broken by it, because now he's on the run, no longer calling the shots. And God met him in a certain place and said, I've got something in store for you. But I want you to be a blessing as I bless you. And I will be with you. God not only gives him a promise, he gives him a promise with his presence. Oh, isn't that good news? To know that whatever God has in store for me, he going to hang with me till I get there. Then it says, and Jacob woke up, verse 16. Jacob woke up from his sleep and said, here it is, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. Jacob discovered on that day that when you get into that place, God is all over the place and you didn't even know it. Surely the Lord is in this place. You say, well, how can I know that God is here? Come to this place. This place where you throw in the towel and you say, Lord, if you don't show up, if you don't manifest yourself, then I won't know you are here. When he discovers God in this place, the text here says, when he woke up, came into his right mind, after he saw what was happening in the invisible, he ran from his brother because he was scared his brother was trying to kill him. But now that he didn't run smack dab into God, he's now afraid of the right person, the one that's going to bless him. Do you feel your circumstances more than God? Do you feel your situation more than God? He renames the place. He calls it Bethel. Bethel means house of God. Jacob acknowledged, I need help. Verse 19. He called the name of the place Bethel. Verse 20, Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I, that I take and will give me food to eat and garments to wear and I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. Now, what is he saying? He's saying, God, I heard what you're saying. I heard what I saw in my dream. I heard everything you told me, but I just want you to know I can't make this trip without you. I'm going to need you to supply for me. I'm going to need you to keep me safe. He heard what God said. That was, in, that was in the dream. But now he responds to what God says in his worship. He pours oil on a stone, turning it into a little church house. And then after he turns it into a church house, he goes to prayer. I heard what you said with your voice. But now I got to walk back here and face my brother, face my father, face my mama. I got to face the reality of a situation on earth after I have heard what you said in heaven. So how are we going to connect what you said out of heaven on the ladder and what I'm facing a real life situation? I'm going to go to worship. Because in my worship, I'm going to pray to you to make real what I saw in my dream. In other words, I'm going to exercise faith by prayer that what you said is going to happen for me. And I'm going to personalize this by making this a house 
of God. And then I'm going to validate it, he says, in verse 22. And the stone, which I have set up as a pillar, will be God's house. And of all that thou dost give me, I will surely give a tenth to thee. Then you say, wait a minute. I heard what you said. When I'm in a certain place, I've been stripped of my self-sufficiency. I can't do it alone. I'm in a perfect position to see God. And God will reveal himself. And he'll have a plan for my life in spite of my background because he was there all the time going up and down a ladder. And I understand that. But I don't know what to do with that. How do I make that real for me today? Open your Bible to St. John chapter 1, verse 45. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathan, Nathanael, we have found him. And Nathanael said to him, can any good thing come out of Nazareth, Philip? Philip said, come and see. Jesus saw, verse 47, Nathanael coming and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. I saw you, Nathanael, while you were underneath the fig tree. I saw you sitting there meditating. And I even know what you were thinking about. You were meditating over Genesis 28. You were thinking about a man named Jacob. You were meditating over the deceitfulness of Jacob and how you didn't want to be like Jacob. I know what you were thinking about. You were thinking about guile because Jacob's name means guile. Jacob is the deceiver. You're meditating on Jacob and you are wondering underneath the fig tree how you can have a Jacob kind of experience to see God for yourself. And you do need some work because you think you're better than the folks at Nazareth because you just said about me, nobody good can come out of Nazareth. So you got a wrong conception of yourself, thinking more of yourself than you ought to think of yourself. But you know you need some work because you don't want to be a person with guile. He says, I believe, Rabbi, verse 49, you are the son of God. Because you knew me when you didn't see me, you knew everything about me. It's like a ladder that you'd never seen before. It's like God being in the place and not knowing he was there. He says, I call you king of Israel. And here it is. Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree and you believe, you shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, truly, truly, for real, for real, show enough, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. Anybody getting the link with Jacob now? You ought to be getting the link now. We got a man who's laying down in a certain place. Nathaniel is laying in a certain place. You got one man falling asleep. You got another man meditating as though he were asleep. You got one man full of deception. You got another man full of pride. 
You got one man that didn't know God was in the vicinity. You got Nathaniel not knowing Jesus is in the vicinity. You got one man who's seeing heaven open, angels going up and down the ladder, so he's going to see God do a new thing in his life. You've got Nathaniel who now believes God, who now acknowledges Christ, and Jesus says, guess what you're going to see? You're going to see what Jacob saw. You're going to see God doing a new thing in your life, going up and down a ladder because he's been up to something for you. You just weren't ready to receive it, but it won't be on a ladder. It will be on the Son of Man. Oh, that's good news because guess what Jesus says? I am the ladder. (laughs) What you see are angels going up and down on top of me. If you will hang with me, you're going to see God do a new thing in your life. If you hang with me, you're going to see God unfold new things in your life. If you hang with me on earth, I'm going to let you see me do something from heaven. If you hang with me, you're going to see me open doors, change things. But you say, that's good for Jacob, and that's good for Nathaniel. But I'm here right now. How does it work for me? Verse 51, truly, truly, I say to you, everybody who will take me seriously, everybody who will bleed me, trust me, they will see me come through for them in the midst of their distress to show them I have a plan for your life. God has a blessing for you. He wants you to be a blessing and he puts you in a position to look up alone to receive a blessing. Dr. Tony Evans wrapping up the final message in his seven-part sermon compilation called Find the Faith You Need. He'll return with a closing word in just a moment. First, though, a reminder that today is the last day to take advantage of that special offer I mentioned earlier. If you contact us before the day is out and make a donation to help support Tony's broadcast ministry, we'll say thanks by sending you the complete seven-lesson audio collection, Find the Faith You Need, on CD or digital download, along with a copy of Tony's latest devotional book, Created for Compassion. Make the arrangements right away by visiting TonyEvans.org or reaching out to one of our helpful team members at 1-800-800-3222. Again, contact us online at TonyEvans.org or by phone at 1-800-800-3222. Well, before Dr. Evans returns with a closing word, I have an exciting announcement for our Spanish-speaking friends. Tony's sermons can now be listened to entirely in Spanish, through our brand new mobile app, Tony Evans in Espanol. It's free to download from the app stores. Be sure to let your Spanish-speaking friends and relatives know. Just look for Tony Evans in Espanol. Satan's problems began when he decided to rebel against God. And the origin of our story isn't much different. But tomorrow, Dr. Evans will demonstrate how God still offers heaven's help on earth. Right now, though, he wanted to share this important invitation with you. In the Bible, Jesus showed love and kindness to everyone. Didn't matter who they were. And when you have a personal relationship with him, it changes you from the inside out. You start living out his teachings, being compassionate and spreading love. So if you got a desire for kindness in yourself, but have yet to make a personal connection with Jesus, there's no better time than right now to do it. You can begin your relationship with him when you say this simple prayer with me. Just make sure you mean these words for yourself. Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus Christ, your son, 
who died and rose again for my sins. I invite him into my life as my Savior and Lord. Wash away my sins and guide me according to your loving will. I desire to be a light for you in a dark world, and I thank you for your love and the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to learn more about getting your new life in Jesus Christ started off right, visit TonyEvans.org and click on the link at the top of the page that simply says Jesus. We have more information for you there, along with plenty of helpful resources. Take the time to check it out. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 